0: So recently I've just had been dealing with some issues that have been pressing me to the world and challenging a lot of things I've held on for a long time. And I I can recall how God has given me good support to deal with it by taking my attention back to many things, but most you know, significantly um, what happened with me and my when we went for an outreach at Ifaki to stay in Nigeria. It's an amazing testimony that helped me to realign my focus back to God, that God who could do it then is able to do even the impossible now. Hello everyone. My name is James George and I welcome you to today's episode of Moments of Clarity. On the Moment of Clarity Podcast, it is my passion to bind you to Jesus Christ by bringing to your attention some of God's truth that you may miss as you go about your day-to-day business as a believer. You see, the Bible has told us that the Word of God is light, that lights up our path and guides us in the way that we should go. And so many times we are so busy with our businesses that we miss some of these practical issues that will help us represent Jesus Christ on the earth as we make our journey towards the kingdom. I encourage you to participate in my podcast that I release every week. Make sure you catch up with past episodes and subscribe so that you do not miss the following episode that I release every week. And God bless you. Let's dive into today's episode, shall we? everyone welcome back all right so this is episode 20 of moment of clarity and we are dealing with the part two of, of the, the subject of focusing on jesus i remembered last week we talked about how peter's focus um, made him walk on the water and how his distraction made him sink but also something significant about that was how his focus on what might happen to him made him to deny jesus even though he loved Jesus. And during the week, you know, while I was pondering on what to share with us again this week, God began to just draw my heart back to that same subject of focus again, because recently I've learned something about it. God showed me something about it. And I hope that today I will be able to also, you know, communicate it. You know, there's a reason someone once said that God gives, gives, gives and forgives, but we get, get, get and forget. Many times it's not because we are ungrateful, it's because humans, we are so quick to forget certain realities in the face of new realities that challenge those realities we've always known. And you see, we cannot box God. Yes, we cannot box God at a point and because of His good plans for us, God is always looking out for us, God is even patient with us, understanding us and always beckoning on us to come back into his hands where he can be able to show us new and greater dimensions of himself you know I cannot forget an experience we had last year when we traveled to Ifaki for an outreach and by the way the full testimony of this outreach is on the the description below Do where to click it you will find it on our moment of clarity channel on anchor and on Spotify what happened was we were God had led us, this way. we're going to go for this outreach, preach the gospel, distribute arms, and we are believing God for the provision. And some things came in and we're like, oh God, we are going to go, we are going to go deliver this and all that. And on getting there, on the day of the event, we had much more people than what we had prepared. And I was like, oh dear God, so you just brought us here to come and us. But, you know, it was like God was saying, watch and see what I'm going to do. To cut the long story short, at the end of the day we had more people take home stuff more than what we brought there the only way i can be able to explain that miracle is that you will not believe this if you were not there in person and so the only word i would have for this kind of miracle is the miracle of multiplication like what jesus had when he fed the five thousand and when he fed the four thousand and for i and the team that were there you know my friends definitely my brother Osas, uh brother Godstein and Victor, and even our host pastor, they saw this miracle because, you know, they were witnesses of what we had and they also saw the distribution that went on. And I was super amazed. I just knew there is nothing this God cannot do for His glory and for His people, you know, because we had more than enough to distribute, plenty left over, you know, and be we, sh- we could, even attend to other needs after that and that that experience boosted my faith like a lot of miracles that God does for us you know it boosted my faith to believe God for the impossible but you know recently while going through some pressure, and I found myself like oh God oh God oh God you know the deadline is coming this is not happening that is not happening and I felt down I felt worried I felt troubled and it was almost like a whisper. The word came and If the same God multiplied, you know, the food that you took to widow, widows and orphans to distribute some months ago, he's still alive and he's still with you. Don't you think he's still able to, to step in or step up this time? That word hit me in such a way that I was comforted, I was uh corrected. I was, you know, it was like everything at the same time, the word that would judge you, justify you, comfort you, and scold you at the same time. And I I repented and I just said, you know what, God, that's true. If you are the same person, of course, which you are, who did it then, you would also do it again. Like that song by actually But if he did it before, he can do it again. He's the same God. The Bible says that. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. God never changes. Why did I share this story with us? I found myself in that position because I was looking more at the deadlines. I was looking more at the things. I was looking more at past achievements. And, you know, the people I've left behind or people that are watching me from behind, how am I going to show them that the things I said God has shown me is true if I cannot reproduce these results in my life? I was also at that position. So when you feel like that, don't feel you're alone. Don't feel like maybe you've wronged God. If you've even done something wrong, you're a child of God. You have the Spirit of God on the inside of you. The Holy Ghost will convict you of that. And you seek God's mercy and then move on from that. Go do what is right. Go move to the safer spot. Move to the safe position. But you see, sometimes it's not always like that. Sometimes the pressure you feel that the devil capitalizes upon to bring you guilt, shame, you know, sorrow, grief, heaviness of heart and sometimes even desolation you know, or frustration is simply because our eyes have been successfully moved from God and put on things. I have not yet built a house. I expect that by now I'm supposed to have had a car. I expect by now that I've traveled out of the country. I expect that by now I'll be, I'll be happier and a lot of other things. But when they don't happen, we could find ourselves like I was frustrated and really, really getting mad at God and worrying. But Apostle Paul said something which I'd like to show you in Philippians chapter 3, verse verse 12. He says, not that I have already attained or achieved anything, or I'm already perfected, but I press on, that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Verse 14, he says, I press toward the goal, the price of the upward call of god in jesus take note in jesus in jesus jesus is the focus jesus is the goal everything is in him if you lose focus on jesus you now begin to you now want to find completeness and you know uh, satisfaction and feel maybe when you get married that's when you'll be happy and when you start earning a hundred dollars a hundred thousand dollars in a month that's when you'll be happy but Honestly, when that happens, like I told a friend yesterday, when you begin to when you get to that point, you discover that it's a new fight on its own. All right. So focusing on Jesus, obviously, this is a subject that God really wants us to talk about uh, for this season. And I may still continue to talk about it next week. But what I really want you to see today is the reality of the simple truth that your the strength of your faith or your doubt is very much dependent upon what you're seeing. This season, you're getting frustrated about your rent. Why not focus on God who is able to provide? You're worrying about the fact that you've not been able to meet up to some person's standard and expectation of you. Why not focus on Jesus? What you focus on, you become. My pastor said something some time ago, which I want to say to you. He said that the thing you keep paying attention to you would find it difficult to walk away from. So let me say, for example, you're dealing with an addiction. As long as you keep seeing how powerful the hold of that addiction is on you, you will stay bound to that addiction. As long as you keep seeing how, how rotten things are with you, how bad things are with you, how, you know, and all of that, you will stay bound to that. But if you can see freedom, then you can have it. If you can see the power of Christ, then you can have it. If you can see the love of God, then you can have it. If you can see, if only you can see. A lot of things will change in our lives if we can really see God for who he is showing himself to us as, as a loving father, who he has given us his word to know him as. He's the God who is interested in your well-being. He's interested in giving you peace. The Bible says in Jeremiah 29 verse 11, He said, I know the plans I have for you. I know the thoughts that I have for you. This enough should get somebody excited. But it may not look so great right now. It may not look so beautiful right now. But you know what? God has a plan for my life. God has a purpose for me. And because God has a plan for my life, I am not going to give up. I'm going to keep looking at Him. A thousand may fall at my side and ten thousand at my right hand, but my eyes will be on Jesus. He is my peace, he's my protection, he's my preservation, and he will provide everything that I need. If you can commit yourself to doing this, dear child of God, you will describe that certain burdens will be lifted from your heart like it was from mine. And you will be able to go on to become more and more like Jesus. And not only so, you'll be able to encourage other people. I hope that this word has encouraged and blessed you today. Until next time, I remain your host, James George. God bless you.